Hey guys, it's Beth. Thank you as always for joining me each and every week. I'm so glad that you're here this week because guess who we have? I love asking you this question because I know it's rhetorical. Rhetorical because if you answer, I can't hear it. (laughs) But I love getting you excited for the people that we have on the show because they are amazing. This week is no different. We have Shannon Fields. Shannon played the lead role on Facing the Giant. She played the role of Brooke Taylor. For those of you that have seen this incredible movie, this Kendrick Brothers movie, if you have not seen Facing the Giants, you've got to go. Run, don't walk. Run right now. You can even stop this and go watch the movie because it's incredible. And so is Shannon. What just, um, hmm. not often, you guys know that I'm out of words. And I just hung up with her and I just thought to myself, what a sweet, kind soul who really didn't know what she was doing in the world when she was very young. She married her husband, Jimmy, at a very young age. They had two kids, have two kids. And uh, also when Shannon was very young, when they were very young, they became parents. And Shannon says on this episode, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was trying to do it on my own. So what's interesting, but also not so interesting, the, the more life that you live and you can share with people like Shannon shares with us, that it's not until you actually listen to God that you end up with exactly where you're supposed to be. But all of us try and circumvent that along the course of our journeys, especially when we're like in our early 20s and just go, yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out on my own. How hard can it be? I, I don't need anybody to tell me. I'll just go do it, right? And there's something sweet about that for sure. There's something sweet about the idea of having all that passion. But you guys, God is in control. And so when we say, is this where you want me to be? Is this what you want me to do? Please show me. And what Shannon shares on this episode, which I thought was amazing and very, very insightful and full of wisdom, is when she prays to God, she's like, you know, if you don't want me doing this, shut the door. Please just shut the door and I'm I'm done. Like I won't, I won't question you. I I won't wonder why. I'll just believe it was not in my best interest because you know, you know me, God. So I am just very thankful, as always, that you're here with me. I cannot wait for you guys to meet Shannon. So please, please, would you do me the honor? of welcoming Shannon Fields to the show. All right, so yay, Shannon Fields, thank you for joining us today on Remorselessly Biblical. I am so glad you're here. Yay. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. I know. I couldn't believe it. Like, it's funny because, you know, when we get connected to folks on the show, um, one of the things I do is quick research, like, okay, tell me, tell me more. And I read about you. I went, wait, that's why I know her. (laughs) That's why I know her. So will you share with our viewers and listeners a little bit, just how you got into acting, how you got into like your whole world, how you ended up, oh, I don't know, on Facing the Giants, you know, the the little snippet of who you are. Gosh, so crazy because it's been like 17 years, 17 years. And um, so backing up that even farther past 17 years, I had, I got married at such a young age. I mean, I was 18, um, almost 19, but I was still 18 years old. And I had my kids two years later, or I had Jay. And then four years later, I had Mallory, but I got started so early. But in my mid twenties, I just remember going, Lord, there is just something else inside of me that you're, I feel like you're planning there for me to do. And so this, this film thing started stirring around, but if you kind of think about back then, there wasn't a whole, whole lot. And I was one of those uh, people. I just didn't want to go. I didn't want to go to Hollywood. I didn't want to go that Avenue. 
I just wanted to to kind of see where I could fit in in the in the more of the family. Um, and so I kind of went on this quest to do it, but I, but my mistake was I was doing it on my own. Okay. Um, oh, I thought, I, cause I didn't, I, honestly, I didn't intentionally do that, but sometimes we, we, we do that. And I was young and my husband moved, uh, he was in, he was a football coach and we got out of football coaching for one year. We moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, which there's Wilmington there with the WB and all those things. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> we go there, we get an agent. I got it figured out. Oh. And the whole time I didn't have it figured out. Yeah. <laughs> and God closed every single door just straight on. And we ended up, uh, he, he obviously needed to get back into football coaching. That's a whole nother story. Um, so he was only out one year and I was begging him, go to a bigger city, go to Atlanta, go do, go somewhere that's not a smaller town that I can do this. And he tried, he tried and, and every door closed on him except for one. And that was back going to Albany, Georgia at Sherwood Christian Academy, which is where Facing the Giants was filmed. Isn't that crazy? So when you say you went about it on your own, do you mean like you just sort of had your to-do list and you didn't want to listen to anybody or you weren't consulting God or like you just kind of went, well, I mean, did you have background in this? Like in general... What did that mean? What were you doing? I did not have background in this. Okay. I didn't really consult anyone. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it was my young age. I kind of thought I can, I can do this. And I really didn't ask God to help me. And I didn't really realize it. I didn't until later. I'm like, God, forgive me. Because mm -hmm. I never ask you. Uh, because I did. I, I, I ended up asking him or giving it up to him. I'm like, I don't know why this is here, but I give it to you. And the the time that I gave it to him, I, I literally heard in my spirit, thank you so much. Because wow. now I got you. And now I got it. Now let me show you what I have planned for you. And that's when two weeks later, I met the Kendrick brothers. No joke. <laughs> Where'd you meet him? Like at a Dairy Queen? No, <laughs> my husband, oh, he's a football coach. Yeah, yeah. They were having a board meeting and one of the ladies was, uh, she's, she's an actress and a uh, producer and she, she's from Albany too. And so she was part of the school board. Her, her child was on the football team and she had mentioned about this little movie called Flywheel, which is the one before Facing the Giants. And so Jimmy came home and he said, I, I, I overheard a conversation about a movie here being filmed in the Kendrick brothers. You might should check it out. And so I did, I called and said, I don't know who you guys are, but I'm the new uh, head <laughs> football coach's wife and I, I want to do this thing. And so um, they invited me on set of Flywheel and I got to say a couple of lines. And then from there on, I ended up, uh, auditioning for Facing the Giants and became Brooke Taylor. Wow. Okay. So you had no like formal acting training? No. 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 I The part of your story I love the most is that you, once you actually said to God, like, okay, just show me because I don't really know what I'm doing. And you heard yeah. in your spirit, like, okay, thanks. Thanks for letting me like take over the wheel here, you know, and kind of like God's been waiting for this. And then two weeks later, you meet people, you meet, this is what God does. I'm always on this show. Like, inspiring people to say, encouraging people to go, maybe if I don't give up, if I actually just keep showing up and keep asking God to say, you know, 
Where do you want me? What do you want me to do? This is the stuff that happens. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it was so God. It was so God. And and I, I'd love to tell you, I, I I learned. I'm like had it, had had everything, had life, but life's a journey, yeah. and we grow and we learn. But but one of the things that I'd like to tell women is you just need to show up and you just say yes. Yeah. You don't have to have it all figured out because there's a lot of things I don't know, but I'll say yes. And God knows that I'll do it and I'll do things afraid. I'll, mm. I'll do it afraid. And, and, and um, sometimes it works and sometimes it don't, but it, it really is to me, it's worth, it's worth allowing the Lord to teach you through all those times. It's worth just stepping out so you can inspire somebody else. Because yeah. that's what really life is about to me. Yes, is inspiring others. Because it's if I just it's just me, it's kind of boring, you know. Yeah, I love that. And really, what you're we're talking about is faith. You you just step out in faith. You're like, I don't know God, but I think that that's also the underlying message of having faith. Right? Is God like if we just did everything and we just had it all figured out and we just were like, see, every single thing I do on my own just turns to complete gold. Like right. why? Why, how could we point to God in those moments? How could other people be inspired? Because they'd be like, well, you know what? That's, that's not anything to do with God. That's just, that's just Shannon being Shannon or whatever, you know? So yeah, that's what, that's what people would think. But people who don't know will be like, what does she have? How does she do this? And, and how is she not afraid? That's really the question. I think when people who uh, want to explore faith or want, they'll, they'll be like, that person's so faithful. The thing that rings true for me is they go, that person does an awful lot of stuff that they seem fearless. That's not true. You you do it and you're afraid, but you do it anyway. I do it anyway. I, I really do. And most of the time my heart's just pounding, um, whether it's a new movie role or if it's whatever it is. Um, I may have more experience than I did before, but I still try to step out and do some things that I've never done before. Um, and, and actually I end up, the challenge is it, it can be scary, but then I end up so just so proud that I said yes, because I, I want to make the, the Lord proud of me at everything that I do. Um, but at, at the end of the day, really, we only have this this much time in our lifetime. Yeah. And I refuse in my journey and my journey is a tough one right now. Um, I just refuse to allow the enemy to put me on the couch Um and there might be days that I need to be, just be a minute, yep. but I don't stay there. I can't stay there. That being is my refreshing. It's, mm -hmm. it's the time with the Lord that I have to have to keep moving. Right. And that's what Jesus demonstrated that for us, right? I mean, that's exactly what happened. I mean, he was out in the world with the people doing the things and right. then he would retreat. He would retreat just to be with his, right. his dad, with our heavenly father and be like, look, I, I'm a little tired here. I need a minute. <laughs> Right. I need a minute. Yes. But then I'm going to go right back out there and finish the work that you created me to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what are you doing these days, Shannon? Like what's on your, your plate? I know it has been a bit of a rough season, but like, what are you doing right now that you said sort of still scares you or like, what's, well, what's, what's it look like? Well, there's so much, there's so much going on sometimes. I'm just like, okay, just got to take a deep breath. Um, because I am filming a, a reality show. It's called Rebuild and Restore, and it's centered around James 127, which you can watch. Right now, it's a miniseries, so it's small, but it, you can watch it on uh, pureflix.com, and it helps widows and their children. It's uh, kind of a home fix-it show, and that kind of started 
I didn't ask for that show. That's one of those shows where the Lord cast me for the show. My husband, a lot of people may not know, he had passed away about eight months ago with ALS and it is a terminal disease. And we prayed wholeheartedly that he would be healed on this side of heaven, but God chose to heal him on the other side of heaven. Um, but God cast me for this. That's why I say God cast me for this because I went into this not even knowing that during the third episode, I would also become a widow. And that story in itself, I, to this day, I'm like, Lord, only you could do that because not only now am I coming into their homes and helping them heal forward, they're also helping me heal forward. So that's, that's right. a whole whole new thing for me. Um, and then I'm also about to launch into um, doing a film out in New Mexico called Trailblazers. And um, it's a little, the people that are attached to the film, I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Um, so I'm stepping out a little bit of my comfort zone. So that's a whole nother thing. And I'm doing this through my grief journey. Yeah. I'm not allowing me to just sit back. And some people had said to me earlier on, why are you just jumping out in that? Should you not do this? And I'm like, you know what? This is my grief journey. And I, there's a lot of times I, I, I you don't see what I deal with on the inside. You do not see all you see. A lot of stuff is on the outside. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you that um, this journey is a fight and I'm not a quitter and my husband would not be happy with me if I quit. And so I'm going to continue to do all the things that he has called me to do um, to inspire people, to inspire others and to help them if they can't get off the couch Right. To get off the couch. Right. Good for you. That, yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you for doing that and to continuing, you know, just to continue to show up. And I think what's interesting, what you said is that people, um, have a way of, they come from a good place. They're, they're well-intended, but they're like, should you really be doing, they start to question you. Right. And you're like, it's a, a bit of judgment, you know, again, coming from the right place, like, cause they're concerned about you and your well-being. but yet this is your walk. You know what? You were in it. And, and I think everybody who is on, like you said, this side of heaven, who is doing life right now. Um, uh, that we're not without grief journeys, like every single day, right? Life is just a battle. It's an ongoing battle. We have a choice to make and you're choosing to say, I get it. I acknowledge it. I have awareness about it. I'm in it. Doesn't mean every day looks the same. Doesn't mean what you guys see is the full picture. It, it means that what I have, I, um, and am cherishing and questioning and you're in relationship with God. And that's, that's, I think, the biggest thing is often when people go through something like that, I don't know how people get through it without God. I just don't know. I don't either. I just there, there's no way that I could have walked yeah. the walk of being a caregiver for my husband. Um, he, he walked that journey for about 11 months, but he lost a lot of people don't know about ALS. They you lose all the muscles in your body until even your voice and to care for him, even though it was a short time, um, I couldn't do that without the strength of the Lord. Mm -hmm. There's no way when I go back and look and I'm like, wow, um, how did I do this without completely breaking down? But God gave me the strength. He gives you the strength when you need exactly what you need when you need it. Yeah. 
And I do know that. And that's why I don't need to worry about so much about tomorrow because he's going to give me the strength for tomorrow when I need it. And today is today. Yes. And, and so somebody asked me one time on an interview, well, what is success to you? And I'm like, success is right now, mm. me talking to you, that I actually got up, I took a shower, I put my makeup on, and the more steps I took, the more free uh, of that burden that I was feeling kept rising up, got in my car, drove to your place, and me sitting across from that person, me sitting across from you, I did it. I said yes, and it's success. Yeah. So that's how I define success. What a beautiful answer, right? And I think especially in this um, season of life that we're collectively facing, right? With just such, you know, with a pandemic and when people are just, everything is so heavy. Um, heavy in the world, heavy collectively, heavy personally. And when you add the personal heaviness on top of a global heaviness, you're like, those are wins. That's being present is what you just beautifully described. You're like, that's success because it is every single day. And I think people want instant success. You know, they want instant fame and instant fortune and instant gratification. And you're like, look, that's not the way it works. And when the, when those things happen inevitably, and I think in hundred percent of the cases I've seen when that happens, people fall on the other side, you either fall going there or you fall on the other side, but at some point you're going to fall down <laughs> at some yeah. point because we're human, we're human. And so that's the, experience part. So, you know, um, when you were filming and doing all this, did you feel a sense like, like closer to God Did people, let me ask a different way. When people who saw you filming based in the giants or the other things that you've put out there, did they sort of expect you to be like more Christian? Like, do you know what I'm asking? Like in, in the main, did they feel like, wow, she's filming a Christian movie. Maybe she should do these things more pressure. Maybe. Yeah, I think there is a little bit of pressure there because, um, you know, looking at somebody's life and, and, and you know, you can you'd say it's not judging, but it, it kind of is judging um, because some of the films that I'm, I've got lined up are crossover films. They're not exactly Christian films. Now, I have my own. Um, I know what I will do and what I won't do, and I know what I will be a part of and won't be a part of, but um Sometimes I feel like that, yeah, there'll be some people that judge me there, but it's like, you know what, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I seek the Lord, number one, and number two, I really just answer to an audience of one. Yeah. And that is, that's how I can, and if he tells me to back out of something, now I'm going to back out of it. I don't do it for, because it's a film and I don't do it because somebody is in it that I like, and I don't do it because I think it's going to make me elevated. Um, if he's, cause I say, Lord, you shut that door if you don't want me in it. But yes, I do sometimes feel if you are in films like that in Christian films that you do get, uh, judged a little bit harsher sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I don't worry about it. Um, my kids are like mom and they're older, they're 27, 24. They like, if God says you could do it, you could do it. Yeah. And you don't worry about it because he's got people that he needs to reach yes. through you. Yeah. Did you always have that mindset or did it take you a while to get there and be more comfortable in? Cause I mean, you were absolutely sure when you just said that you were like, that was it. This is your, these are your boundaries. This is what you care about. Did you always feel that way? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I had to grow and, and, and grow and grow and grow into that because I, I would be more of 
wanting people to like me yep. kind of thing. Yep. Um, and, I, and everybody wants people to like them. I mean, I want people to like me, but that really is not what I'm called to do to have people like me. I'm supposed to listen to what the Lord tells me to do and then go do it. And then I also know no, everybody's not going to like me. But it took a little while um, to, to kind of get there. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, the experience of walking this journey out is, is that's the good part of it because you mm-hmm. don't focus on some of that stuff anymore that really don't matter. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the second half of life and the older we get and the more you realize, you know what, we're never going to be able to please everybody. So I love what you yeah. said, audience of one. Like, that's it. That's right. Because we're not going to have to answer it to anybody else someday. And that's that's just kind of it, you know? Yeah. And hey, what if we mess up? What Then what? Oh, I, oh, well, you know what? We just don't do that same thing again. I know. And I. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just grace. I mean, you were just absolutely modeling what grace is like to everybody. And so, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I have learned so much just from reading about you, quite honestly. And um, I know we don't know each other well, but I just always feel like in the world, we can be assured that people are out there struggling like we're struggling, but also doing good works like we endeavor to do. Yeah. You know, I think as long as we can really feel like, you know what, we're not alone in this world. We're not. There have been people before us and there will be people after us that also experience um, seasons of grief and seasons of glory and seasons of appreciation. It's, It's just all of it. It's all wrapped into one beautiful journey. And that's what you have, you're doing. So I just thank you. I just thank you for all the work you're doing. If you could just share one final like piece of, you know, we've got a lot of women on the show and I think they're hearing you. Um, Is there something that you've learned or maybe somebody has shared with you over the course of your days or even right now in the midst of your grief journey that you think is really important to share? Yeah. So I I like to share this little thing that it's not a little thing, but my husband being a football coach, I mean, I never, I never saw it the way I see it now. So, you know how the, the football boys would huddle up and then they would do this and then they would break the huddle. Yep. He would always say war and they'd say win. And um, I'd hear it. I heard it many years. I mean, all of my I'd, war win, war win. And it was all over our shirts. And um, But when he passed away, the war win became so out front um, that, so what that means is war, we are ready. So if you're not ready for what God's God's called you to do, then get ready. And when is worship God every single day of your life, inspire others and never quit. War, win, war, win. And I love it. That's it. War, win. And so if you're not ready, Get ready. You don't have to have all the answers. Just get ready. Get on your knees. Ask God, what do you have me to do in this life? So you can be ready to worship God, inspire others, and never, ever, ever, ever quit. Wow. Thank you so much. I'm sitting here. I'm going to cry. And also I'm feeling like I want to go on the football field. I'm also, I'm also, right. I know I want to like go compete. I want to like go pray. I want to do all the things at once because it's just beautiful. And I think when people don't, if I would have seen that shirt, like at a game, I would have been like, these people are, they're serious about their playing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, like, what does that mean? Yes. And so it's actually my tag. And so people will say, what did, 
what is what is this? Because in, in a world that there's so much going on, war, win. Right. And then I get an opportunity to say, well, let me just tell you what it means. Yeah. And um, so I just feel like it's a message that the world needs to hear. It's so simple. And it's something that um, Jimmy had the war win back in college. And he put the acronyms with it. Like he put what the meaning that was his what God planted in him uh, for what war meant, war win meant to him and his programs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I can't imagine a better legacy. So thank you for sharing that with us. And we can put everything in the show notes where people can find you. And we just wish you well on your journey and this thank new so show. Much. I'm so excited to see it. Yes. Yeah, so you go watch it today. It's, 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 it's playing now and it does have so much, so much heart. And one of the shows is my sister. Um, so it's a special show. She lost her husband a year and four months before my husband passed away. Um, you just never can make this up. I mean, God knows. He knows it all. He knows everything. And just to be a part of that with her and her kids, my niece and nephew, um, it was special. Drawn strength from it, sounds like. So that's on PureFlix, right? So that's where we can yeah, find it? Okay. PureFlix.com, and you can sign up for a free uh, seven-day trial if you don't have it, and watch them, and binge watch all of them. Yay, <laughs> we'll do it, Shannon. Okay, thank you again so much for being here with us today. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, guys, how great was Shannon? Incredible. Just a kind, authentic, loving human who's been through a lot, is going through a lot, but still shows up for a lot all of it. What I loved about her authenticity is that she shared, you know what people judge me, they judge all of us. She said, I am performing for an audience of one. I care about an audience of one. She listens to God. She seeks God. She leans on God. She's a godly woman, no doubt about it. So I hope this was an encouraging episode for you. I hope that you were able to listen to her heart, hear her journey, pray for her, pray for her as a brother and sister in Christ who you, you can imagine what she's going through. Maybe you can specifically, maybe you've lost a loved one as well, but I just would encourage you to pray for Shannon, for her peace, for her ongoing journey, for strength in the exciting things that she has coming up and that she is continuing to put out in the world for the benefit of others as she listens to her God and our God, same God who made us all in his image. So thank you as always for being here, you guys. If I can help in any way, reach out to me. I'm at BethFisher.com and I will see you here next week. Peace.